Hello and welcome back to the Home and Away Days podcast. I'm Luke and of course, as always, I'm joined by James. How are you doing, James? I'm not too bad, Luke. I'm not too bad. How are you doing well yourself? I, I'm living. That's that's the best way to put it. I'm living. Uh, we'd like to welcome you to episode number six. And unfortunately, and also fortunately for us, this is the end of the league campaign. We're ticking off the final four games. But if this is the first episode you're listening to, I'm now going to list off all the games we've already done. I have got them in front of me. I'm not going to do this off the top of my head. So, sit back. We have already done Forest Green Rovers, Accrington Stanley, Cambridge United, Shrewsbury Town, a solo visit to Portsmouth, Lincoln City, Barnsley, Derby County, Charlton Athletic, Peterborough United, Wickham Wanderers, Sheffield Wednesday and Exeter City. And that is a mouthful. That would be impressive if you're (laughs) One breath, you've let. <laughs> if I could do that in one breath, I I would take up Olympic swimming. That's the best <laughs> um, c- comparison. But some some great trips we've already done. Um, now, like I say, unfortunately, there are only a few games left, and these games there's varying levels of uh, club stature, uh, stadium size, and it's going to be a really nice way to round off. The league seat. Well, I was going to say it's going to be a really nice way to round off, but we have to end it with Barnsley in the playoffs, which, spoiler alert, we lost. So that's not nice, but we'll crack on anyway. So, first up, we have Oxford United. Um, Starting off, it was quite a pleasant uh, trip because we found out it was free parking right outside the stadium, which you can't really complain at, can you? It was was a remarkable occasion. Obviously, the stadium's got no. Um, no issues apart from missing the stand, so it's got to do something to bring you in. So uh, <laughs> yeah. we, we compromised having a fourth stand, so we'll give you free parking. <laughs> uh, easy, easy, it's an easy gap. I'll take it. No, but it, I mean, I was really surprised. I mean, it. I think it was just was it a steward that just kind of pointed out, and like when we arrived there, you don't see this sort of hidden car park because it's like I'd like to call it a retail park. That it's located at, but it's not really. It's just a load of big uh, establishments, and it's like I said, it's not a retail park. If you want to call it's, it a retail park, you can call it that, but it's not. Yeah, okay, well, yeah, I'll call it, but it's not. It, it just isn't. It's a cinema, restaurant, and a play area. That's it. That's what's there. But anyway, you, you bop up there, and then you see this full car park, and you're thinking, oh, God, where, what, what's going to happen here? And he's just said, yeah, it's free parking, carry on down there. Boom, second hitting car park. So, can't moan at that, really. That made life a whole lot easier on the day. It did. Um, And then, obviously, once we got past that, this is the time I kind of fell victim to this. And it was, once again, it was food vans outside the stadium. Now, obviously, at Derby, when this happened, we had a fantastic experience there because it was lovely food. This was the other end of the spectrum, really. (laughs) Oh, so just yeah. for for context, I decided to get a, a cheeseburger. Now, it just was it was what you'd expect from like a fairground, or like just it was just plain. It was bland. It was slightly burnt. The worst thing though is I got onions because I do like fried onions on a burger. It was the fried onion skin, so it was just biting through it, and there's just bits of onion skin, and it was it was awful in the end. Just like obviously, if you've got burger vans outside, and bearing in mind they're in such close proximity that they must have got the go ahead from the club, and it just really like gives a poor 
um, experience when you when you're going for food and drink, doesn't it? And I'd love to say that you are exaggerating how bad they are. Bear in mind, we're not expecting gourmet food. How edible. It's edible food. And even so, when we were there, we were quite lucky to be there quite early because you know, Bolton Torf is not a, not a quick trip. And we saw all the players turn up and we saw our beloved Sharon Britton turn up with Aries. Yeah, they nearly forgot about that big Sharon. Eat that was a uh, crap. Really nice I'm like, week. sorry, Sharon, I have to, have to see this and I'll have to throw up. All over. Yeah. I mean, I did think about taking a picture, but I had about a quarter of a cheeseburger left, and I thought that would really ruin the experience. Was Sharon, just a picture of Sharon Britton and the world's worst cheeseburger. So, no picture for me. But yeah, it was it was nice to see her, and like like you say, it was. Um, we did get there quite early. And we had a walk round, I think, in the end. We did like a full loop, and it's yeah. just uh, it's just weird. <laughs> it's it's what you'd probably expect for League One. Uh, the, the, not having a fourth stand though is such a strange thing. Well, we probably and, speak to somebody that said they're supposed to get planned permission and it just has fallen through or something. Am I making that up? I, I know. I, I do kind of remember, and I also kind of like imagined cost-wise, it's probably not sensible for them to do now because they've got the parking situation uh, pretty, you know, down, and it works very successfully. Now they'd have to take away parking spaces because that's. It, the, the, like, the, the car park is literally up to where that fourth stand would be. You, you'd have to knock a lot of that away. So cost-wise, it's probably not sensible for them, but it probably does handicap them a lot when it comes to what league they can be in because if they went up to the Premier League, I don't want to know the costs of what it would take to, to get it fit for purpose. Look at um, Luton. Look how much they're having to pay to... And, and yeah, and that's only expanding by a couple thousand in it. I mean, I don't even think, I think it's about 5,000. They'd have to build an extra 10,000 seats somehow. So I, <laughs> I don't think they're aiming for the Premier League anytime soon. But um, we, we did notice when we went in, there was other food options. Now, obviously, after just scranning a full cheeseburger, I wasn't really up for any more food. But the good news is they are still in League One. So next visit, which we're hoping to do, but painfully is on a Tuesday night. That's going to be a rough one. And let's uh, bear in mind, this is not a choice of not wanting to go. There's a chance that we might not even be able to get there. Because we worked it out, didn't we? Yeah, if, it was if we if we left at half three or just near four o'clock, I think we get there for just past seven. Now, that's a case of if traffic is fine, if we can park in the same place. Because, like I say, we got there that early. Parking was a breeze, but... If you're the last in, you never know. So it theoretically, it can be done. Whether we can do it is another question. But we know this. Like, if we do go next time, I'll definitely try food inside, not risking yes. it with the burger van again. Um. So we'll kind of move on now to the you know the atmosphere with the home fans. Now, in obviously context, Oxford's season was it was very dull at that point. They were in a relegation battle. There was quite a lot of uncertainty about the style they were playing um, and realistically the backing of the manager and the, some of the players. And you could really feel that on the day, couldn't you? Yeah, and I think when you watch James Trafford, legend, uh, do a diving header into a player and not get sent off, that really signalled... Yeah, what <laughs> really give a, a feeling for the day, and especially when you know your backup keeper, Joel Dixon's on the bench. Oh. Uh, you're just praying. Uh, I mean, I'd rather have the centre back in in net than Shaw Dixon. Uh, but yeah, he got away with the yellow card, and you really felt that that was the last thing 
that the Oxford fans needed. I mean, I, I think if that if we'd have gone down to ten men after that challenge, that might have given them sort of a real spark to get behind. But I mean, even from us as well, there was such a nervous nature. Well, we um, were in that season where we uh, we didn't want to lose because we were so close to um to keeping the playoffs and stuff like that. Yeah, whereas they were toitering with relegation, weren't they? To be fair. Yeah, and, and like I say, you could kind of tell that from, from the game. I mean, we were just nervous trying to hold on to what would be a valuable three-away points in the playoff picture, and they their fans were just trying to will them on to attack and try and get at least a draw to help with their relegation battle. And in the end, it just was such a strange atmosphere because sort of neither fans really <laughs> felt confident in the game. I mean, there were times where I'm thinking, oh, God, we're going to go back here and we're going to, you know, they're going to, get the equaliser. We're going to be driving back miserable. But in the end, you know, we hang on. And uh, there was a nice video, um, I think it was like on the match day, where you could see the the away fans uh, ourselves were just so relieved and we were just serenading the ever. And it was such a, a loud and it was it looked brilliant. But like through the game, it, it was just so hard to keep that up because we were just so nervous about losing. Well, I, I think the key thing is, obviously next season, a bit of a, bit of a piss take that it's a... Tuesday night in November as well. Mm. Um, I'd rather be able to go a weekend because I would, I would go again. It's just, it's not convenient. And we've always no, said it, it, it's definitely going to take a lot of, uh, a lot of will and a lot of speeding. Um, and obviously, we won't admit to you speeding, but I think you'll have, you'd have to put your foot down for uh, it to be a comfortable yes. arrival time. Don't don't worry, don't worry, with Shunak. I'm not. I've got my comfy job. <laughs> yeah. We we'll make sure we don't speed in the cameras. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, other than that, it was it was just. I know I don't want to say a forgettable day because by no means like it is any away game we go to forgettable. But it very much fell in the category for me as just a, another away day. There wasn't anything to cling to. There wasn't anything really memorable. About the game or the fans, it was it just like was done really. <laughs> I sort of, I sort of think like it's one of the reasons why it was under just one of those games. Is one thing I'm like, you know what? I don't really mind if we don't go next season. Like we've ticked it off. We know what it's like. Yeah, yeah, and, and like you say, unless you know circumstances say, for example, I mean they've recruited really well. So for all we know, that when we go and visit, it could be first versus second. Well, it, and then for all we know, it could be 23rd versus 24th. So, a lot of Dobbin then being a fan favourite. I think like a fan favourite, a favourite to go up. I'm like, hang on. This is a team that went 17 games without a, a win. <laughs> or a yeah. score of goal, was it? It was like a bit... Yeah, I don't know. And it, like, I mean, you know, it's not for us to say where they will or won't finish. That that's not something I'm going to put my name to because in this league, anyone can finish anywhere. I I, I can't explain that enough. Um, but you know, just in, in terms of next season, like you say, I'm not really just like jumping for joy at having to go again. But at the same time, you know, given uh, that like I said, their recruitment and our recruitment, it could be a top half battle. Maybe even both teams in the playoffs at the the, the time. So um, if we can get to go again, obviously we will do. Um, Getting on to the price, uh, both of us kind of got stuck in the adult bracket here, I think, and it was £26. Bullshit. (laughs) What I'm thinking is, if they had a fourth stand, would that mean the price would go up a quarter? Because for (laughs) 26 quid, we got three stands. 
I um, it, I mean, the thing is, Oxford is quite an affluent area. Perhaps I forget that Bolton is not an affluent area. And they need a reminder that it's <laughs> the reason why it's in the top 10 most deprived areas in the UK. Bit of a geographical satire for all those lovers out there. All right, Mr. Geography. You know, <laughs> geography by name, geography by nature. But yeah, t- 26 quid for me for what we got wasn't uh, exactly brilliant. And the, the cheeseburgers, well, I actually made a note of this price. It was £5.50. So it was kind of on the expensive side, that cheeseburger. So, you know, in, in total, it cost me a minimum of 30 quid. I think I got a bottle of water as well, which is about, about a quid or two quid. So, you know, overall, I probably wouldn't say it was one of my favourites. Um, but like you say, it's one ticked off the list. And hopefully when we play next se- uh, this upcoming season, it, there'll be something more to propel us. Either the fact that we're having two top teams battle it out, or maybe they're having a rough season and we can pile on the misery one or the other. Because you're obviously the only out of the two of us the one to experience midweek. Let's call it yeah. <laughs> football. Mid- midweek in misery. It's just combined. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, for now, we'll tick off Oxford United. Okay, so next up we have Burton Albion. Um, again, it was a midweek game, wasn't it? If I remember correctly. Uh, so you know, travel wasn't really too much of an issue. But a nice uh, little surprise for us was you could park at the stadium again, same as Oxford, but this time it was a fiver. So you know, bit of a compromise. But considering how close we could get to, and realistically looking around, I don't think there was many other places we could uh, stick. No. We were surprised because thinking, you know, Burton's not particularly an easy place to get to. It's kind of middle of nowhere, but well, sort of middle of nowhere. So to have a kind of like reserved parking just for away fans was quite well, nice. I think they said it was just for away fans, but it was very much looked like they just stuck anyone anywhere. I mean, it was like a little off the cuff car park, and then there was a bigger car park if you kind of continued into it. But I'm sure. They just went, yeah, stick it anywhere. It's a fiver. Money's money for them, isn't it? Yeah. I think at a, at a club like Burton, where I think they are quite well run, to be honest. Um, it's not really an issue for them. Yeah. No, I mean, like really? everything works well, but. Speaking um, of. not enough for them. Yeah. But we'll, we'll get to, you know, the, uh, the food next. And I might say this is probably a contender for the best food. Of, of the season really for uh yes. for me it was great sausage chips and gravy and it was a it was a hefty portion what, I mean like like idiots we went to McDonald's first but oh, as yeah. soon as I saw sausage chips and gravy I was like I'm gonna have a dabble in this and it was it was pretty good it was worth it was worth the other dabble definitely yeah <laughs> and I mean apart from the small confusion about finding forks which I did but you know I, I, I loved it there was it, it went down a tree I'm I'm almost upset that I did have a McDonald's before because I, I would have yeah. finished the whole portion. We also went to the pub, didn't we, as well? It was a, a, an away Yeah, we, we, we dabbled in the away pub for like five minutes, but, you know, it was just a bit, like, depressing. <laughs> there was just... It was basically just people sat there. There was a room through where some people were playing pool, I think, but it was a bit dingy. But, you know, we are Bolton fans, so you get what you pay for. 
I think like yeah. we obviously I wasn't drinking either because I was driving, so it's a bit like well, yes, <laughs> good little disclaimer there. But if you if you aren't if you aren't dri- uh, driving, you drinking, go to that pub. Yeah, if, if you want to flirt with danger or possibly uh, commit a driving offence, I know a great little pub for you. But um, in in all in all, it it felt like a nice little area. You had like McDonald's. I think there was like a, a garage, wasn't there? Just uh, well, the- across the road as well. Grab a few snacks from there, but it, it was had everything you needed. Yeah, but you can't go to a closed garage. Oh, was it closed? Oh, yeah. I, I, sorry, I thought. No, it's I, I don't know why I thought there was two. Bring advice to people for something that wasn't there. How <laughs> dare I? These people are listening for advice and you're giving them the complete wrong yeah, go, Well, it might not be closed this season. You don't know. It could have just been renovations. For all well, we know, they could go there and it's open. I've just given them a, a gem. Well, it, it could be the next best thing. Or it could be shit. <laughs> but, um, yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll leave with that. Fantastic. Um... And in terms of the allocation, it was pretty good. We got a full stand where there was a tiny bit of seated as well. It was a nice little view, really. I mean, you know, you were very close uh, to, to the, the pitch. I mean, you're almost able to touch it. Um, yeah. it the atmosphere was, was pretty good from, from us. We were very up for it. Things were going yeah. well. Um, then the game ended in a draw. They got an equaliser and it was just very much... Uh, a sort of end to end at times, but we we kind of dominated, and you could kind of tell that from our atmosphere. We were just trying to will them on to win, weren't we? Yeah, and it it when because because we're sad, right? And I say we're sad. I'm sad as well. Where we create a guess of what teams we thought we'd beat and lose against. We did look at Burton and think team on the up. They were relegation, but then they were finding some good results. Would they be a pain? And guess what? They were, and we missed. I can't I remember how many open. It was goals. probably about three or four sitters and, and decent opportunities. It was an embarrassment. Yeah, it, it wasn't one of the uh, the better games for our clinical finishing. I mean, I think it said it all when we had Jerome on for the last thirty or so minutes and. That's just a treat on its own. Uh, George Thomason skied a sitter. Uh, oh, even Adebayejo's goal was a bit, you bitch. know, con- <laughs> it was just hit at him and deflected off him. But overall, you know, the away fans really just outsang the home fans. I mean, apart from their goal and small pockets. But I think with Burton, it, it was very much a weird season for them. And, you know, they, they were quite happy at the time because I think they were clear of relegation when we played them or near enough guaranteed with the other teams below them. So they were very much done for the season, whereas yeah. we were still trying to will us to the playoffs. It, it, it's again, I, Obviously, you know, the question I was is, would we go again? Or we are going to go again because it's a reasonable weekend trip. It's a Saturday, yeah. But then again, I'm sure the past few seasons, it's all been on a Tuesday night. So I need to look for the international break for them. Yes. <laughs> for all we know, it'll get reconvened on a Tuesday. <laughs> And uh, I, I wouldn't be, I, I mean, I wouldn't really moan. I, I thought it was, you know, it's a sensible distance away to do on a Tuesday. Like, for example, if you had to pick a game to do on a Tuesday, um, it, it's probably one of the more sensible ones to do for us because it's, yeah. it's not too far away. We the, the parking situation is solved. You can get good food there. It, it very much kind of fits into a, a good midweek game. 
Yeah, I think it's just a. It, it was a good place to go. But I think we're also kind of got off the whim that Bolton were doing well at the back end of last season. You want to go? Yeah, off. and they were kind of in good spirits. We we got quite a tricky start. I personally, we got quite a tricky start to the season. So. Yeah, but well, this is one we're not here to talk about that. Don't no, not, don't start not. getting mixed up into this. Next season doesn't exist for all we know. It, it's, no, it's, it's the end of the world after these like, two haven't, games. Like, like, friendlies and haven't recorded in a while, so like, yeah. <laughs> 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 <Let's just ignore> <laughs> but yeah, right, yeah, fine. Fuck <laughs> you. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we, uh, just to talk about the price, I genuinely think this might be the cheapest ticket we've bought all season. It was eighteen pounds. For an away ticket for an adult, that that's amazing, really, for this level. Not to say, like, well-run club. Yeah, I mean, they they know what they can do. I mean, I think we sold out of our allocation, so they they definitely know what they're doing with it. And then when you all sort of look at the contrast of, you have like Accrington, who are charging us 25, 26 quid, just because they know they're going to sell out allocation. And Burton knowing they'll sell out the allocation, but making it more reasonably priced. I mean, fair play to them. I think it's a, a model that clubs should choose because, you know, well, I, I say that again, off topic a minute, we are charging extortion amounts this season, which I'm disappointed. Yeah, it, it's, it's been sort of leaked about our first game. Um, the, the only argument I would have is the standard of stadium. Um, obviously, it, it's quite a lot higher. I mean, I've never been in the, the Bolton away end, so I wouldn't know what it's like inside. But just in terms of like the stadium you go into, it I think it's worth a bit more. Same way with Derby, I thought Derby's price made sense for what you were getting there. So you know we we can get drawn into that, um, but I, I'd rather not because it's not not. something I'm in charge of. Nor I'd want to change. But no. it's like say eighteen quid just to sum it up. Fantastic price. Yeah. And uh, like I say, we're, we're doing them on a Saturday. Hopefully this. Uh, this upcoming season, so who knows what will change. Uh, they did have a few other food options, so I'm really looking forward to trying it. Yes. Definitely not having any dinner. <laughs> we, we but, um, for now, we will tick off uh, Burton Albion. Miller, lovely cushion header. For oh, you're what a headshot! What a head! Okay, so next up we have our final scheduled league game of the season, which was Bristol Rovers away. Um, now, just to start off with, it was an awful place. Uh, like, uh, Not to be rude, it was just a lot of hills, a lot of street parking, and I didn't like it. You couldn't park in the stadium where there was loads of parking. You had to fanny around, going up and down back streets, just trying to find anywhere to park. And it was it was awful. I think when it comes to, to stadiums and what we found in this league, because bear in mind that away travels, we haven't we haven't, we haven't gone to a let's call it a championship or higher club that has no issue with parking and had to drive there to it. Like perhaps Barnsley. Yeah, and then for context as well, of the ones that would be closest. We all went to the coach, so Derby... Uh, no, Derby, Derby was weird because we parked further away. We could have tried to park closer, but we didn't. And then Sheffield Wednesday and Barnsley, we coached it. So, yeah, j- just to back up your point, we haven't really had a, a, a championship club, per se, trying to find parking. No, but with this one, it, it, at least there were the states nearby. And I feel that it just signals League One-esque. 
but you didn't like the walking. That's the real reason. That's that's the right. The... There's no need for this. I all I wanted is I knew there was car parking there, and it just felt like they were really stuck up and like, oh no, we can't have away fans. Like, what am I going to do in a car? I'm not going to run anyone over. I'm not going to hit anyone. Just let us park on the car park. The only thing I was watching the bus make a hash of it trying to get into the stadium. Oh god, yeah, n- nearly, nearly, bloody clipped everything. Oh, and, yeah, that wasn't fun. That was the fun uh, bit. <laughs> But uh, I mean, it, it, the day didn't exactly get better because I'm I'm going to talk about food, and when I say I'm disgusted, and I, and I hope someone from down there listens, because as away fans, once again, I'm disgusted at the, at the price. Right, we six fifty, six pounds fifty for a cheeseburger, four quid for chips. If you were getting a meal from McDonald's, it would be about half that so i'm paying double for shitty burgers and shitty chips and i refuse to pay it it's a way fan standard it's a price gouging get it sorted i first time I ever went to an away game we didn't eat any food yeah refused blatantly refused and i wouldn't mind the home fans i'd like churros they could pick because pissing thogden had a, a vlog up and he was eating bloody churros and in and, and the home end the, the trend Treacherous, treacherous little bastard. But it was, it was unnecessarily expensive. And, I mean, I, I, I don't get that. Surely you've, you've got like 1,100 around about away fans. If you, ma- if you made that about a fiver, I would have de- like £5 for a burger, maybe like two fifty-three quid for chips. You would have probably sold twice as more as you would do. But you priced out a lot of people. A lot of, a lot of families went, I seen that that day. And there was... Um, you know, a good mix of people. Well, it was last game. And you made some, made some money. There was some brilliant, honestly, just as a side note, there were some brilliant costumes there. Yeah, like, there, 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 there was an umpalumpa. I think there was ketchup and mustard. There's a brilliant um, I, in, like, I think what? I saw a monk. Oh, yeah, it was, it was on Twitter that, um, I can't remember his name, but yeah, he, he got dobbed in by his mate saying we're all going to dress up as umpalumpas. The <laughs> only one who dressed up, had a bloody fake tan on, a fake wig. Fair play for the lad. To be fair, I think... If you were drinking there, there was facilities like proper tents and whatever. You yeah, yeah, you you could have got a beer, and I I didn't check the prices, but you know it was a drinker's dream, I suppose. Yeah. Um, but th- we'll have to get onto this next thing because I find it hilarious, and I think I tried to count, and I think there was about seven to eight different stands yep. altogether. It, I mean, it's like when do you know when a, a child makes something at school and try and just stick random shit together you got to go oh well done well done. that looks absolutely- yeah it was it, as if they went to sort of like the special kids and went can you design a stadium and they ran out of legos to make everything perfect so they just built this monstrosity i mean if if you're a fan of bristol rovers i don't mean to offend you but really what the hell is going on with your ground for reference as well this this was last game of the season we already knew we were getting playoffs we already knew what position we finish um no matter what we discussed yeah, a, a dead game wasn't it yeah <laughs> so we had more fun antagonizing ginger people <laughs> poor ginge poor he, he was he was having a mare <laughs> he was he was like just he, he couldn't handle it and working out how many stands there was and then yeah i mean when you look at them as well it's they just don't even it is it's quite literally like all the other like teams in the area who were getting rid of stands and bristol rovers is like a hoarder and went yeah we'll have that one keep them coming what you don't need it yep and it was just 
so bear in mind, Ashton Gate, their biggest rival, Bristol, was a brilliant stadium. I've not been t- into it, but I've been to it. And you got to think, like, where, like, Bristol Rovers, I thought, were a bigger club than City. Yeah, and I mean, real Bristol's quite a large place, and there's only two real teams. So you'd think they'd uh, put a bit of pride into the stadium, but evidently not. No. Um, and I mean, as well, just with the placement of the away fans, you had the standing fans to the corner of the pitch, the side of it, and you had the seated fans behind the goal. It, it just didn't make sense. And you had home fans, and then, like, academy kids, maybe, all. Like youngsters, they were sat next to him. So you could have realistically had all the away fans in one section, but rather than do that, they had the home fans right next to the seated away. It was just a mess, just a mess of fans. But in all fairness, the game sort of made up for it because it was a cracker of a game, really. And we had a lot of fun. We had, like at one point, I've never done it before. We were chanting at our own fans. Oh, that that might be my favourite moment of the season, where. Bristol Rovers clearly just had nothing to play for, like us. They'd given up on the game. They were like 3-1 down, and we're just chanting at our own home fans. Was... Away fans, sorry. Brilliant. To be fair, though, when I think back to the game, it was, boy, we even, we even forgot that in London we had scored because we were just you know, chanting at each other. They could have won that game. That was Well, the... they nearly drew it in, in yeah. the final minute. It, it hit the bar. It was like... What are these lot doing? It wasn't Dixon playing it. Oh, that was why. Yeah, that that's why we nearly lost the game. It was a Dixon masterclass. Um, but it was very much as well because the the playoff game was coming up. We rested uh, key players, so it made everything. And that it was a lot of um, uh, fringe players who stepped in yeah. the final game. And like, like I said, the the atmosphere at times was so weird because the home fans. I think like when it was one one, they just didn't care anymore. They were just, I mean, it said it all. I know we're skipping on a bit, but at the end of the game, it was like their lap of honour. They just all left after them. Like, we're walking to the car, seeing Bristol fans everywhere. It's like, it's the last game of the season. They're going to, you know, walk round, you applaud them, you stay a bit longer. Now they're all walking off. I think Glenn Whelan came off and came came on and came off. Like, just one minute, it was like, all right, then you brought somebody else on. Yeah, well, I think it was. Uh, because they, they took the keeper off as well. I think they were saying goodbye to a few players, but he must not have been fit. So he was just like, oh, we'll give you like a minute to play, take you off because you're clearly not fit enough. But it's such, such a strange day. And it, it just, I, I can't really put a finger on it. it. It just really felt like it wasn't real at times. It was just expensive, awful stadium, weird atmosphere. But, you know, we were buzzing. We had the playoffs. The the prices of the ticket really do reflect the prices of the food. It was twenty five pounds to stand, and it was thirty quid to be seated. I, I think that might be the most expensive ticket we've done this season. Yeah. Obviously, if you're keen, you can double check. I'm not going to. I can't be bothered. But thirty quid for a League One ish stadium. I mean, I think they just come up, aren't they? As well, so it's formerly League Two. That was a diabolical. Yeah. And it's, it, I don't know, I personally, you can see certain teams which are putting the prices like that because they need the money, which is fair play to them, they need to do it. But £30 and you're paying probably the same for your travel, it's a lot of money for, for a game you knew you'd already going to stay up. Stay up. Um, you got promote a playoff. Yeah. And I mean, like, like say, obviously, if, bear in mind, we paid 25 because we stood, but you could have paid 30 quid. 
to sing against your own fans. And Bray Man to stand. Because <laughs> when you go to yeah. games, you don't sit. Yeah, no, you like say, yeah, you're paying for a seated ticket to stand up anyway. It was, it was just bonkers overall. I mean, realistically, I my experience was quite good. I'd say I had a great time, but I don't think that's because of anything Bristol did. I think that's just because we were in a fantastic mood because we were in the playoffs. And we'd also been up too early. Yeah, oh, it was, yeah, it was half 12 kickoff, wasn't it? We were up early. Uh, obviously, next season, I think it's a Saturday again. So, I am I looking forward to going? No, because I, my wallet is going to take a hit. I mean, I might, I'm, I'm going to have to try food just to see why they're charging 650. I mean, I, I took it out of principle, but it would have to be the greatest cheeseburger of all time to justify 650. And I know it's not going to be. No, I think it has to be like even Gordon Ramsay's palate for that price. <laughs> I mean, any, any famous Bristol chefs? I know, I think there's one, I can't think of his name. I'm sure there's a famous chef from it's Bristol. Dudley, and he's just moved a little bit from from your neighbour in Birmingham. Yeah, sure. Yeah, whatever. Whatever keeps you happy. But uh, I'm, I'm not looking forward to that next season. That's, that's yeah, that, that's the summary. <laughs> Sorry to say, Bristol Rovers fans are the gas, as you like to call yourselves. Yeah, uh, but, yeah, Bristol Rovers, you have been done. And finally, and not elegantly, uh, we come to uh, the penultimate, well, not the penultimate, the final uh, game of the season. And I'm not looking forward to this because it's not only the final game of the season, but it's the final loss of the season. Just We'll just get it over with. Um, I was really nervous coming to this. I, I wasn't really bothered if we didn't get promoted that season. I feel we'd have a better chance this season, but the fact it was Barnsley made me want to win <laughs> just to, just to beat them. Um, and it kind of got off to an okay start. Um, you know, the coach got there, no problems. Uh, Food-wise, I mixed it up a bit. I know last time I believe I had a puck of pie, which was just the football and standard. And do you have a hot dog? I did. Last time? Yeah. Yeah. This time, I decided to go with a cheeseburger. Now, it was a weird, weird cheeseburger because it was, it, it it didn't really make sense. It was in a brioche bun, which, admittedly, that's quite fancy for for Yorkshire, but it was such a thick brioche bun, you couldn't really taste the burger. I mean, I think you had a bit of it and you said you liked it, but yeah. I I just I thought it was awful, like not awful, but it it just didn't taste like a burger. It just tasted like a brioche bun. For reference, I had a hot dog again because I'm just because <laughs> you're boring. Really, really helping with the analysis yes. of the food and drink, making sure it's still fun. Also, I got charged a fiver for a weaker's piss pint, oh, which I wasn't happy yeah. about because you wanted desperados. Because I said the thing, desperados. Yeah, big, big. Uh, no, it was like uh, what do you want to call it? Like, um, like you know, when you go to a food festival, it was like a little trailer with that was set as like a western thing. And big science is desperados. I'm thinking. Oh, don't mind a Desperado. I'll have one of them. Oh, no, we don't do Desperados. I think they said that it was like Cause Light or Carlin or something. I'm like, yeah. all right, well, you know, I've, I've got me up for a beer now. And it was just awful. It was just runny piss water. That's the best thing I can describe it as. 
So I'm I'm already in a great mood. Shitty uh, <laughs> shitty food, shitty drink. Uh, they ran out of sauce as well. <laughs> How? How? Like, have you? I'm guessing they've budgeted for the season, and wh- whether or not they've budgeted to get to the playoffs is is barbaric. I mean, surely you could just do a quick run to like fucking spa down the road and have some bottles of ketchup. Just some, also some little Yorkshire lad. Like, I've got all the ketchup. However they speak, a up lad, whatever. That yeah, that's fantastic, James. You should really pursue a career in voice acting. Uh, I I completely believed you were a small Yorkshire boy. <laughs> Never. Um, yeah, I mean it, that was about as good as things got for us, really. Uh, special note though, I, I did, we did make it on TV. Uh, my mum sent me a picture the next day of me looking really nervous with my arms crossed, and then you next got... to some guy who stunk of sales uh, stale cigs. That was you, nice. Me, who was on TV, and. The entirety of the place that I work end up on their Snapchat. <laughs> um, and as well, a special shout out to the stewards who, like every 10, 15 minutes or so, just decided to sort of like spread themselves out to stop a pitch invasion during the game. This was at random intervals, about 10. I think when Barnsley scored, they did it. And then randomly, about 30, 40 minutes in, I think they did the same thing. They just. Thought we were we were a pitch invasion risk yes. throughout the game. No, we're losing a, in a game, and they think hmm, they might just run onto the pitch and I don't know, kill some time. <laughs> yeah, this is it's definitely one way of, of winning the game. Is just yes. we'll get it abandoned and replayed. <laughs> um, but I, I must I must say, compared to the league game, the atmosphere was a whole lot better from the home fans. I mean, it, it, obviously, it helped. They went one a lot, but they were they were loud. They were having a great time. Um, obviously, they went on to win the game. They were just so loud at times. I mean, obviously, we we did well to keep in voice. I mean, I think what stuck stood out to me was just after half time, there was a consistent ten to twenty minutes of just one song continuous on loop, and you, that's all you could hear apparently on the telly. I it's a personal outlook back and you think, do you know what? It would have been nice to have won that game and it'd been this big thing you know, we had chances. But think back to that game in January where there was literally half a stadium full of fans. it's a big it's a big contrast to suddenly have half of Barnsley in that fan. It worked for them really well. <laughs> but you know, we are gonna play them next season because um they lost. At Wembley, um, to their rivals, who ironically um, might end up going down the season because they haven't made any signings and they're uh, losing all their friendlies. But anyway, that's just me. Topic. Friendlies mean fuck all. Ask a Bolton fan about that. Yes. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm still not looking forward to Luca Connell masterclass. But things really soured for me towards the end of the game. I mean, I know obviously we're not in the best of moods. Uh, again, though, there was a lovely clip of us singing, serenading the players, saying goodbye to Connor Bradley and Trafford, um, and, and and singing our hearts out, letting them know we, you know, we love them. But when we were trying to leave the stadium, now, I obviously there's a rivalry there. I don't know how it started. Probably just by Luca Canell. But you know, there are promotion rivals. Last season, the kind of promotion rivals this season. When I say I am absolutely disgusted buy something. I do mean it. I was disgusted by the food uh, prices and food quality at previous clubs. 
I was absolutely disgusted with the stewarding and the leaving and the, the fans of Barnsley. Yeah. The, some of the, the worst scenes I've ever seen. So, first of all, we get dispersed back into our coaches. Now, they've already done a pitch invasion and it looked like a half ass pitch invasion because they didn't quite know if they were celebrating getting to the playoff final or celebrating the fact that we lost. I couldn't really make the mind up there. No, because they spent but what made it worse? more time face Sorry, against us, didn't they? And actually celebrating with their, their fans. Yeah, they, they, they were more bothered about antagonising us than they were celebrating with their players and their own fans. So we've left, and obviously they're still knocking about in there. Now, with with the week went on the coaches, now they held us up for like 10 minutes. Made no sense, these stewards. They, they're just stopping us from leaving. It doesn't make sense because we know we have to leave quickly because they're all amped up. They're celebrating going to Wembley, having a little pitch walk, whatever they were doing. We had a perfect time to leave uninterrupted. For some reason, stewards kept us there. Then not only that, but they guide us down the wrong way. So they send us right out where the home fans come out. And so we're then immediately stuck. leaving. Yeah, they, they, they perfectly timed it if they wanted to put us into... The home fans. They did. I swear, there's something gone on there. They've done that on purpose. But not only have they done that and then let them out, the, the stewards are then just looking at the bus driver, saying, "Well, you're gonna have to go back." Now, I don't know if you've ever driven a coach or a bus. It's not exactly easy to just reverse. And then with a load yeah, of yeah. a load of drunk not... <laughs> Yorkshire people walking around. Doesn't really. Um, it's a recipe for disaster. If you want like a look at in a cookery book, it'll it'll be there. Again, and what what a fantastic I, reference? A political, not political. Just <laughs> satire there for you all. I'm here always. Yeah, that was that was awful. Don't try that again. <laughs> but to then say while we're being held up now, obviously their home fans are giving it big and because they've just beat us, and I, I get that to some respect. But then they were banging on the coach calling everyone wankers, and and obviously at this point, an away fan had had enough. He wasn't from our coach, but he was from like a minibus. Got out, and then just a massive fight ensued between this guy, multiple home fans, who antagonised him, and, you know, they caused it, in my mind. He wouldn't have got out if everything, we were just let out like we should have been. But then we're having to try and back up. The stewards, again, doing nothing about this fight, um... And and at this point, if we kept we kept there any longer, you could tell there were a lot of away fans on our coach who were wanting to get out because they're just seeing this away fan brutally being battered by multiple people. Um, and, and eventually, it took our coach driver just having to just guess where he's going, reversing. No help from the stewards. It was just pathetic. Shout out Steve though. Steve has been a brilliant driver this season, but we always seem to get on Steve's coach. And he was just like, "It's on purpose." He was. He was <laughs> I, I try and always book coach too. He, he, he was always. He was just pissed off, and he's there like he's a proper Bolton fan through and through, Steve. And he's like, even he made a comment saying, "This is pathetic." You've had, you've had not weeks to plan this, but Barnsley were pretty set on playoffs for a few weeks beforehand. Yeah, they were miles ahead of us. They knew what was coming, but like I said, that it was the fact that the game was over. They had done the pitch invasion. We had got out. We could have easily left before they came out. And instead, the stewards just held us there. And they caused it, whether it's because they were not the regular ones and maybe they were like temporary ones for 
the playoff game. Yeah. But it was just pathetic and genuine safety issues next time we go now because obviously a lot of our fans will remember that. And obviously if we win or if we're in a similar like in a position to sort of like promotion or playoffs, whatever, that that's gonna be remembered. I think obviously next next season is a different kettle of fish. The sort of the teams that you expect to possibly go up and not go up. You know, Barnsley not too sure anymore. They've, they've new management, new structure, new players. They might still go up because they are a, a top team in the league. We play them away in October. Yeah, it's it's unknown it's what it could unknown. be. Could, it could either be fantastic form for us, poor form for them. You never know. Um, with Barnsley, though, I always imagine they'll recruit well towards the end yeah, and pull that. themselves into a good team. No, I think we. Uh, <clears throat> Yeah, that's it. I don't think I don't realize how early it was in the season, and we're away as well. It'll be interesting. It will be interesting. I'm, I've got all confidence yeah. that we'll, be, we'll go there and do well. But yeah, we you just gotta hope, and I, I I hope we do beat them there and really rub it in the, the faces because that's what they asked for and that's what they deserve. But yes. I'll get away from that because otherwise I will start some argumentative drama with them that I don't all like you to carry on with. Drama. You never yeah, it's nothing like me. The one thing I will say that <clears throat> it wasn't even really them there doing it. It was kind of a joint thing. The, the tickets were £20. Um, it was a reduced allocation, which again, was annoyed by because a lot meant a lot of people missed out on tickets. Uh, nearly us. And, uh, you know, that was apparently decided by them and then obviously we reflected it for when they visited. But again, not getting into it. The price was nice. That's that's yeah. that's it. So it was cheaper than the uh, the league game. So I can't moan at that. But uh, for the multiple times it was, it's been done, it's been done twice this season. Uh, hopefully, it's only done once next season. But uh, Barnsley has been done, <laughs> uh, which which leads us nicely to our uh, well, we'll call it our final. Uh, round up of how we've got on or how we we think uh, the away trips rank. So, just to give you context of the current standings, Derby sit atop at first, Sheffield Wednesday just below, then Barnsley, uh, the league game, sits third, Peterborough fourth, Lincoln fifth, Charlton sixth, Shrewsbury seventh, Wickham eighth, Cambridge ninth, Exeter 10th, and then for you it's Forest Green 11th, Accrington 12th. For me, it's the other way around Accrington 11th, Forest Green 12th. So, tough tough to really beat the top. We've already established that. Uh, I I generally don't think any of these games could go. Uh, I mean, with Barnsley as well, we can... I think the fairest thing to do is we'll choose whether to drop them a place or put them up a place or stay the same. That's the fairest way to do it because it is a playoff game. Yeah. So, starting off with, we've got uh, Oxford, Oxford United. Now, where would you slot them in? Um, it's got just, to just to give you some pitching points again. So, uh, Derby and Sheffield Wednesday and Barnsley, kind of groups at the top. Mid-table, you've got Shrewsbury and Wickham. And then at the bottom, Exeter. Forest Green Aki all mixing about there. I think it's going to be mixing the bomb somewhere. Uh, it's working out. <sighs> Some part of me feels like they could literally be bottom. Now, I normally I would say 
that's a bit harsh. But remembering getting worked about the food. The, the, when when the biggest perk of the day was the free parking, that is slightly worrying, isn't it? Yeah, and I don't remember there being much fun back flank bomb bomb. I don't mean that in exporting. Yeah. I mean, I'd I'd say maybe it's a bit harsh, but because we had food outside, the food inside could have been brilliant. But again, you know, you you've only got three stands. Uh, it was the atmosphere was a bit rough. Yeah, I'll I'll accept them going bottom. That's a fair assessment. So we don't have to argue who was worse, Forest Green or Accrington. Because Oxford now goes bottom. Yes. Um, next up, you've got Burton. Uh, I reckon we're back in the middle. I think they weren't. They weren't awful. Burton were good. So just as uh, measuring sticks, you've got Lincoln fifth, Charlton sixth, Shrewsbury seventh, Wickham eighth. Wickham. I think they're on par with Wickham. I think. Even though Wickham. Now you say that, but. I, the food there, the food. Remember the food. <laughs> it was yeah, fucking brilliant. I'm bringing, I'm bringing atmosphere. But it was a weird one. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, yeah. I'm obviously going to stick to food. You can have your atmosphere. Fair enough. Uh, atmosphere at Shrewsbury. Shrewsbury were louder. W- Wickham were kind of louder, but because they were winning the game. So, what do you reckon? Above or below Wickham? I reckon they're below Wickham. Below Wickham. Above Cambridge. Yeah, above Cambridge. Below Wickham. Yeah, that makes sense. The Cambridge, very strange atmosphere. So Burton, slotting quite low, but maybe potential to beat that when we play them this season. Uh, now I've got to try and remember. Bristol Rovers. Oh, here we go. Bristol Rovers, where are you ranking them? Because, again, it's a tough one, this, because it was expensive. The atmosphere from them was pretty rubbish, but, again, it was, it was the end of the season. They have seven to eight stupid stands, and there's just no parking. It's just a shithole. Second from bottom. Second from bottom. So who? Oof. So as in you're putting them below Forest Green yeah. and Accrington in the update. Uh, actually, uh, do you know what? No, Forest Green's worse. Forest Green's worse. So see, this is because you've said Accrington's worse than Forest Green. So you you want it above Forest Green? Yeah. Uh... Yeah, before it's green and Blackington. Right, let me just slot that bad boy in. Yeah, um, maybe again it'll be better this season. But one controversial part about them is they have signed a possible woman beater, so that that'll probably help us keep things entertaining <laughs> when we play them. Hashtag her game too. Um, <laughs> now we've got Barnsley. So Barnsley currently third from their playoff game. Would you say it was a better experience putting them above Sheffield Wednesday, stay the same, or drop them below Peterborough? Personally, I think the, the, the league game was better, not because of the result, but I still feel like our atmosphere was better. Because you could leave without fear of death, I think, is the best way to summarise that. And I think our atmosphere was better as well, like as our fans as well. Because we, we were both up for it. So, mm. what do you think? Because you've always asked me first, what do you think? Uh, I'm making an executive decision. They drop below Peterborough. Uh, they can go kill themselves for all I care. Thugs alike. Uh, so, that swaps them to fourth now. Peterborough going into third. 
Sorry, James. Personal opinions have been taken into consideration. So, <laughs> well, these are our final league standings, and this will make sense in a second why. So, our best experience of the season was Derby County, even though I was ill. But fair enough, it was a fantastic day. Uh, every, uh, pretty much had everything going for it, really. Uh, Sheffield Wednesday, narrowly in second. It was, again, a great day. Peterborough end up third. Barnsley fourth. Lincoln fifth. Charlton sixth. Shrewsbury seventh. Wickham eighth. Burton ninth. Cambridge tenth. Exeter eleventh. Bristol Rovers twelfth. Forest Green thirteenth. Accrington fourteenth. And at the bottom of the list, uh, Oxford fifteenth. So, as you notice, we missed a couple games there. Um, but overall, a, a nice little list we've started, haven't we? Yeah, it's a, a good one. Now, bear in mind, there is one or two games next season which we, we won't go to because we can't. But there are a lot of... So you say that. I don't think... I think there's quite literally one that is a risk. Yeah. There, there's one game we might miss. Other than that, I, I don't foresee a problem. I think there's not the new rest. ones, though. That's that's the good thing. And yeah. bothered, we've signed up to the away ticket system this season, so we are yeah. guaranteed. Great scheme. It's just a bit of free advertising. It's, it's finished. She can't get any, but I think that's a fantastic thing for, for people like us. So it gives us a, a little bit of security there. But yeah, there's, there's games we're looking forward to. Now, obviously, this, this is the end of the league season, but as a nice little treat, we're going to do a mini episode with our Papa John's trip. So we did two trips. We did the away game. I mean, we did the home games, but there's no point talking about them because it's basically just quiet. <laughs> I mean, if, if you're a fan of a League One or League Two club, you'll have seen a home game at a Papa John's trophy. Yeah. But we're going to talk the semi-final against Accrington away and also our lovely little trip to the capital to watch the final and our little experiences. That's a nice way to end off the season, I think. I think it's brilliant. So thank you very much for listening to our final summary of the league games. Um, like I say, this mini episode will kind of come out similar time. And then the next time you will hear from us will be a lovely little pre-season roundup and our, not predictions, but our wish list, if you like, or our rankings of where we're most looking forward to and least looking forward to going. So thank you very much for listening, if you have. Um I have been Luke, of course. And I have been James. And we will see you very shortly with our brand new season.